0: So, next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, a Monday show for you after. Uh, a busy sports weekend yankees in action today uh, taking on the rangers they are playing uh in the afternoon one o'clock start gray against cortez uh rangers and penguins tonight so we'll get into all of that uh we'll get into some nhl the baseball and uh what was really uh, an exciting weekend for sports a really strange weekend for you know to, to have both baseball teams get rained out friday and then again on saturday it was almost like a mini all-star break. And you just don't see that a lot where you get the back-to-back rainout, especially on Friday and Saturday. Just, uh, you know, usually maybe Thursday's a travel day, Monday's a travel day. You just, in the course of a baseball season, once you get into the rhythm of it, you know, your team plays every Friday, every Friday, every Saturday. And to have uh, a week in there with no games uh, was really strange. Obviously, both teams played the doubleheaders yesterday. Both teams get a split. Mets lose the first one, win the second. Yankees vice versa. Uh, win the first, lose the second. Second one was a bad loss. You know, you're up two nothing against the Rangers, and I, I know the bullpen can't be perfect every day. King gives up the homer to Brad Miller, uh, and that loss really isn't on the bullpen. You know, you got to score more than two runs. And the Yankees, I don't know if it was the three or four days off or whatever, but the Yankees just didn't hit a lot yesterday in the two games. I mean, Torres hits the home run, Stanton hits a monster home run. Uh, they scratch out another run in the first game, but other than that, I mean, they just did nothing offensively. Judge had a chance with the bases loaded um, in that second game. Flies out to left, and that was about it. Yankees just – look, the bottom of the lineup is still a little soft. Uh, you can't kill them too much. They've been playing really well as uh, they will play again against Texas today. Like I said, Cortez going against John Gray. Uh, Gray has not had a good year. As we look at the line here at Bet Rivers, Yankees minus 220 total is 7 Boy, every day. You see lower and lower totals. It's just, it's hard to score runs and and the books are finally adjusting. I think they might, we might be at the point as the weather starts to get a little warmer here where the books are over adjusting and maybe there's some value here on the overs. Not sure I'll have a play on this game. I guess my inclination would be to take Texas plus one and a half because like I said, Gray's a good pitcher. He's had a bad year. He's been hurt, but his stuff is really good and. Uh, I know Cortez has been really good too. It's just laying, you know, laying a run in a half. I can't really deal with the Yankees laying 220 with Cortez. I would expect the Yankees to win today, but like I said, you know, Gray is a good pitcher despite the poor start. So you can get Texas plus one and a half, uh, minus 115 at Bet Rivers. That would probably be the play. Uh, and again, look, there's just not too much to talk about in terms of the baseball teams because they didn't play. I mean, two doubleheaders yesterday. Usually, you split doubleheaders, and both teams did that. Uh, you know, Cole pitched really well. I mean, after the slow start for Cole, I think we can all calm down. Look, it's not a hot take, but Cole's uh, Cole's a pretty damn good pitcher. Cole's a pretty good pitcher. Not too many home runs, too many excuses with, you know, the game didn't start on time. I get all that. He makes a lot of money, so there's a target on his back. And uh, the fact that he didn't pitch well against Boston in that playing game in the wild card game last October, that's hanging over his head. But, look, you know, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. He's had a history of being a really good postseason pitcher, even with that bad performance where he gave up, what was it, four runs and in two innings or whatever. Um, and his postseason ERA is still under three, I think, 2-9 something. So wouldn't worry about Cole. And, he, again, he did give up a homer yesterday, but uh, that was the only run he gave up. Gutted through the game, threw a bunch of pitches early. Looked like he was going to be five or six innings and out because he, his pitch count got way up there really quickly. Uh, but he battled through it, through I think, like 115 pitches when he gave up the home run to Calhoun uh, and did a good job. So the Yankees come back and win it. Torres hits the Homer Woodward, the Rangers manager after the game says that's an out in 99% of the ballparks, even though the data did not back it up at all. And I guess it would have been a Homer in 26 of the 30 ballparks. If I read that right, that, that seemed crazy because it didn't seem at least off the bat. It didn't seem like he hit it. Great. Just seemed like kind of a, you know, you know, it's short in right field anyway, especially in right center. Um, But it just seemed like, you know, a little more than a routine fly ball. It didn't seem like he crushed that ball and it got out and it got out by a good distance. So, I understand where Woodward was coming from. It's just the data didn't really back him up, and I think Yankees kind of fired back and said, "You know what? You gotta gotta check your numbers there." So, again, though, Yankees didn't really hit yesterday. Uh, they get a split, play again today, and they are now the favorite in the American League uh, as the division odds hadn't moved since last time we talked to you. Was it Thursday or Friday? Look, I mean, you, don't, you only play a couple of games. The division odds aren't going to move. Toronto has not played great, so. Uh, I do still think there's some value here on the Yankees plus 125 to win the division. Um as we look at the odds here at Bet Rivers. Let's just go through the World Series. You know, it's funny, the, the Blue Jays are still ahead of the Yankees in the World Series markets, but the Yankees are ahead of the Blue Jays in the in the division markets. So Blue Jays, um, uh, I'll start with the Dodgers plus four seventy five. They're the favorite, the short shot to win the World Series. Blue Jays plus seven seventy five. Mets eight to one. Yankees nine to one. Boy, the Mets have uh have leapproved a couple of teams here: Astros nine to one as well, White Sox thirteen to one, Braves thirteen to one, Brewers fourteen to one, Giants seventeen to one, Padres seventeen to one, the Rays twenty to one, Angels twenty-two to one. Then you go Phillies twenty-seven to one, Twins thirty-five to one who have played well, Cardinals thirty-five to one, Mariners fifty to one, the Red Sox fifty to one, the Guardians seventy-five to one. I think we can probably cut it off there. Uh, that's one takeaway from this weekend though, because the Red Sox, what I think they got. Two or three games. Well, they got the game in Friday night. They got swept, and they are. Look, you always say, we we talk about this all the time, you can't win a division, you can't win a pennant the first month of the season, but you can lose it. That's the Red Sox. The Red Sox are now 11 games in the loss column behind the Yankees. 11 games, they are 10-19, and Yankees are 19-8. and And Again, you look at the loss column because you can't make up another team's losses, so that's uh, sometimes a better indicator of just how far behind you are. They are 10 back overall, 11 in the loss column. They're not winning the division. I mean, they're not winning the division. uh, We're a couple weeks from Memorial Day, Uh, so the trade deadline is not here yet, but we're a couple months from now. They might be sellers at the deadline. I think that's much more likely than them making a run. Their pitching is not any good. They haven't hit. Uh, I would pretty much now look. There's an extra wild card this year, so uh, can you make a run here and get to 500 and flirt with another wild card spot? It's not impossible, but – Boy, the Red Sox have just played terribly uh, this first month or so. And, again, you could say, oh, it's early, it's early. I know some Red Sox Sox fans are taking that approach. It's not early forever. We're we're 30 games into the season. Now that's not a huge sample size, but it's not nothing either. So Red Sox 10-19, Yankees 19-8. Rays have played a little better lately there, 18-11. Jays, like I mentioned, Five back in the loss of the Yankees, uh, seventeen and thirteen. I mean, everyone kind of crowns the Jays, and I've been guilty of this too. Everyone kind of crowns the Jays as, you know, the best team, most talented team. I think, you know, you think of a team and you just think of their best players that as their identity. And people think of, you know, the Blue Jays. Oh, they got Guerrero. They got Springer, who's, you know, been hurt a lot for them, but he's, you know, a tremendous player. They don't have a lot outside of that. Hernandez has been hurt. Their bottom lineup is a little weak. They haven't played great either. Again, it's. Nothing to freak out about, but 17-13, and 13, uh, not a great start for the Blue Jays. Five back in the loss of the Yankees. Baltimore actually hasn't played terrible, 11-17, and 17, um, and then Boston in last place. The Mets, uh, Scherzer actually gets the loss. Now, he gave up a bunch of soft singles. I think he gave up five hits that were like 78-mile-an-hour exit velocity or less, which, I mean, really, those are a bunch of cheap hits. Harper did get him for a home run early in the game. Um, you know, his velocity hasn't been great. He's still throwing like 94, 95, but he's not that 97, 98, 99. Prime Scherzer, he's still pitched well. He's, you know, 94, 95 is good enough to win. Is it good enough to be dominant? Uh, I mean, a lot of his other numbers is swing and miss stuff. Uh, his numbers are pretty good in terms of that, but, look, he's due to lose one. Uh, the Mets fell behind 3-0, and they cut it to 3-2 in the seventh. They got a leadoff walk and then a walk after that, so two men on, nobody out. Look like all right, maybe the Mets are gonna steal another one. You can't trust this Phillies bullpen, but then I think it was uh Dominguez for the Phillies, struck out the next three guys, struck out Smith, I think Marte and maybe Guillaume, I think it was, to get out of it. And the Phillies hang on. Second game, Mets jump on him early. Uh Alonzo had a big day. Bassett pitched well. You know, Bassett's a good pitcher. Once this team gets the ground back, uh and who knows if and when that's gonna be. I mean, Look, if you get them back by the, the trade deadline, the All-Star break, something like that, you would sign up for that in a heartbeat. You're still in good shape here in this division, but this Mets rotation is really good. This Mets team is really good. They are now minus 175 at Bet Rivers to win the division. So feels like every couple of days that number just gets longer and longer. Uh, there's going to come a point here where they're like a minus 200 favorite you know, to win this division as they are 20-10 and 10, and nobody's even 500 in the division. They have a six-game lead in the loss column on Atlanta who's 14 and 16, Miami 13 and 15, Philly 12 and 16, Washington 10 and 20. So, uh, I mean, look, you're in pretty good shape here for the Mets. Six in the loss column is not nothing. That is not nothing. That's a that's a nice little head start. Now, it's not like a 15-game lead. It's not like, uh, you know, you, you ran and hit with this thing. But a six-game lead, I think, is pretty significant. As the Mets are off today, they do have uh, games – Let's see. They play three this week, starting tomorrow in Washington. So they get the Nationals for three. Figure minimum, you get two of those three. Hopefully you sweep if you're the Mets, but you should get at least two out of three. Uh, then the schedule gets a little harder. Uh, a little harder. Three at home versus the Mariners this weekend. Then they host the Cardinals for four, which should be interesting considering what happened a couple weeks ago with the bench-clearing brawl. Then at at Colorado, at San Francisco, home for the Phillies. So. Not a lot of head-to-head with the Braves early in the season. They had the four last week. Uh, Their are games with the Braves, which are going to be key. If the Braves are going to get back in it, they're going to have to beat the Mets head-to-head. A lot of those games are backloaded uh towards the end of the season. So keep an eye on that. Mets are off today. Yankees host Texas in the afternoon game. Uh, let's take a look at the Yankees' schedule here just to give an overview. Yankees are going to play a lot of games here the next month because of these rainouts, the late start to the season. So it was a compressed schedule to begin with, but with all these rainouts, they're really going to be jam-packed as – uh yankees host toronto tomorrow for starting you know wow it's only a two-game set tomorrow so they play toronto tuesday and wednesday then they are at chicago for four games this weekend which won't be easy then they get a little bit of a breather they are at baltimore for four boy this is weird then they play the white Sox again for three and then they play baltimore again for three more after that so they're next they play let's see four seven they play like a 14 game stretch here where they only play the orioles and the white Sox. So they play Texas today, two with Toronto. Then they play a bunch of Orioles and a bunch of White Sox for the next two weeks. That's a, sort of a strange uh, mix to the schedule there. And then after that, that takes you up to Memorial Day weekend where they play Tampa, who they haven't played yet. They get them in Tampa in that dreadful, dreadful ballpark uh, up in Tropicana. I think they still call it. gotta hate that ballpark. Yankees never seem to do well there. You got balls hitting the roof. That is Memorial Day weekend. They will play Tampa for the first time, four games. And that takes you basically through May. So, gonna have a lot of baseball here. If you're the Yankees, if you're the Mets, these teams are gonna be playing a lot. With all these rainouts, you're gonna have games every day. You're gonna have doubleheaders. So, Yankees and Mets still in good shape. Not really a lot to report. Again, they didn't play a lot this weekend. It was a strange field to not have baseball Friday and Saturday, but uh, it was a great sports weekend. I mean, everything with the Kentucky Derby and boy, that horse winning at eighty to one. I was at a wedding, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't didn't watch it live, but watching the replay. Not only to get an eighty to one horse and he I guess he was two hundred to one some spots in Vegas. Uh he we didn't even know he was racing until Friday. He was a filling horse. He was like in fifteenth place with like thirty six seconds to go, something crazy, where he just comes out of nowhere and, and wins the race. Boy, that's uh that's a sports movie waiting to happen. That's a thirty for thirty waiting for ha- waiting to happen. That is just uh that's what sports are all about. I mean, it's kind of the Buster Douglas of horse racing. I know some people have made that comparison where I mean you could have, you could have listened to and read Horse Expert after Horse Expert and nobody would have picked that horse and just a shocking result 80 to 1 uh and, and to win it and then he starts biting the horses after just an incredible I mean I can't even imagine the thrill that would be if you had a ticket like that boy that's one way. Uh, and I used to do this too just take the longest shot on the board because at the end of the day it's just animals racing against each other might as well just take a long shot but you know sometimes the more you read about this it's like you know, filling out your bracket for the ncaa tournament sometimes people just doing it by the mascot or the color do it better off because you know sometimes you overthink it and uh who knows i, I don't know how anybody would have came up with that horse but 80 to 1 caches and then alvarez loses in boxing on saturday night which i think he was like a minus 550 minus 600 favorite and loses on a decision and got uh got peed up pretty good so this was a weekend if you if you like to you know be a contrarian bet, bet underdogs take shots on crazy things you had a you had a profitable weekend as we had the derby we had boxing not a lot of baseball but we had NBA playoffs NHL playoffs so it was weird you didn't have baseball but you kind of didn't miss it because there was just so much going on otherwise in terms of the sports so Rangers in action tonight against the Penguins uh, can, you call, can you call it a must win game. I mean, look, you, you would get Game 5 at home anyway and Game 7 at home, so you would only need to steal Game 6. But, look, you, do you want to be down 3-1? I don't think you do. This is uh, obviously a huge game. Uh, I think Game 4 is always important. Uh, game 4 is always kind of the swing game in a series, whether it's basketball, NHL, even baseball. When it's 2-1, I think you know the team either evens it up and it's 2-2, and then, look, it's probably headed for 7 Whereas if the team up 2 one wins game four and makes it three one, they kind of put the hammer down and you know put the nail in the coffin. and I think if you know the winner of this game is more likely to probably win the series. Not that that's uh, anything profound, but I think that with all these series, you know, whether it's Bucks Celtics uh, in the NBA or you know some of these other series, two one to me is always the swing game. People always talk about game three being the swing game. Game four to me uh, is, is a huge game as the rangers are minus 108 at bet rivers total is six uh if you're looking to bet the series it is rangers plus 150 the penguins with a two games to one lead here are minus 180. uh as the hockey playoffs boy the hockey playoffs are just so much better than the nba playoffs if you're a neutral fan because all these series are close i mean colorado and nashville is three nothing but other than that i mean you just go around and it's a lot of 2-2 i mean the leafs and the lightning are 2 2. Uh, Oilers and Kings are 2 2. Blues and Wild are 2 2. Hurricanes and Bruins are 2 2. I mean, it's just you get a bunch of competitive series. You don't get that many blowouts. It's not as predictable uh, as some of the other sports, as especially the NBA in the first round, which NBA's headed for a good good second round too, with all these series being 2-2 or 2-1 as we record this on Monday. So uh Rangers here are, like I said, minus 1-8-108 tonight. I get a feeling they win tonight. I feel like the goal you'll play better. Uh, that was a crazy game on Saturday night where they're down 4-1, came back to tie, it, and ended up losing the game 7-4. So I would expect the Rangers to play well tonight. I kind of think they win tonight and go on to win the series. I don't have a great feel for it. But like I said, if you like the Rangers, you can get them. Uh, plus 150 to win this series at Bet Rivers. As we check out some of the futures prices here for the NHL. Let's see what we got for... The futures NHL wise as I pull up the Bet Rivers app, and there's just uh, so many options here for the Bet Rivers. You got 70 different props here on the Yankee game for today. I mean, Bet Rivers does a good job uh, as always with this menu as we pull up the NHL futures. The Avalanche now plus 180 to win it all. My goodness. Uh, and then there's a big fall off the Panthers plus 800, Calgary 10 to 1, the Lightning 11 to 1, the Leafs 11 to 1, Carolina 14 to 1, Edmonton 15 to 1 the wild 18 to one the Bruins 20 to one uh Penguins 22 to one Rangers up to 24 to one so if you're not involved in the Rangers maybe this is the time uh to get involved on a Rangers future at 24 to one the Blues 27 to one Dallas 30 to one Washington 35 to one and the Kings 60 to one so that's the NHL again if you have nothing on the Rangers maybe at 24 to one this is where you can kind of jump in and hey if you win tonight you're in good shape to win the series and you're sitting there with 24 to one in your pocket Uh, with these futures it's not just who you bet it's it's kind of when you bet them and the timing of it and you know figure out the peaks and the valleys of when to get the best value so the rangers at 24 to 1 uh, at bet rivers right now is interesting when we come back we'll do a little bit of everything else we'll touch on some nba we'll go through a few more things that is next this is a new york city cast presented by bet river sportsbook it's hockey playoff time, and BetRivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more in each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with the same-game parlays on the BetRivers app or at BetRivers.com. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877 8 HopeNY or text 8HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, we'll get into some NBA because ever since the Nets have been eliminated, we really haven't paid a lot of attention. To NBA have been sticking to the local teams. Yankees, Mets playing every day, Rangers in the playoffs. Uh, we've done some Knicks and Nets previews. So, uh, with the Yankees and Mets really not playing much this weekend, Nets, Knicks not in the mix, football hasn't started yet. We'll get, we'll touch on a little NBA, see if we can find you some winners there just because uh, locally it just hasn't been a lot with the Yankees and Mets getting rained out pretty much all weekend. So, get into that. Uh, In a minute. First off, though, uh, Bet Rivers does have some specials that I want to get into. Player to hit a leadoff home run on Monday. Minus 134. So that's top of the inning, bottom of the inning. It doesn't matter. Will any player hit a leadoff home run? Yes, it's minus 134. Then you have Guardians and White Sox under uh, a half a run in the first inning. So basically no score in the first inning. That is minus 121. Uh, Ovechkin to record a goal or assist versus the Panthers. And over six and a half total goals in that game. That is plus one thirty. And then in the NBA, Jalen Brown to score over 14 and a half first half points. And the Celtics to win the first half against Milwaukee's plus 350. Well, that's not- I mean that's correlated, which was which is what you like in these, but boy, that's gonna be tough for, for Brown to score 15. That that series has been a rock fight. It's been hard for anybody to score other than Giannis. It's just uh, it's just hard to get offense. Both those defenses are really good, and you know, both those offenses are really challenged. In time, at times, especially in the half court. Uh, Warriors and Grizzlies both to record over thirteen and a half made three pointers in game four. Plus two twenty-five. That's interesting because it looks like Barant's not going to play. So, you know, is Memphis just going to go ultra small? Are they going to just you know put their best three-point shooting lineup out there? Are they going to be- put their best defensive lineup out there? Plus two twenty-five. That's interesting. Uh, as we get into the NBA. And it got pretty interesting. It looks like we're headed for a, a, a really good you know, round two, I would think, especially without Morant, the Warriors take care of Memphis tonight uh, and go up three games to one and basically deliver the knockout punch as that line is all the way up to 10.5 now. Uh, Warriors minus 10.5, total 223.5. Warriors minus 560 on the money line. Grizzlies are plus 410 on the money line uh, as the underdog there. Boy, the 10.5 does seem like a lot, though. I mean, I know... Golden State buried them on Saturday night. Memphis had a nice start. They were up 12 to two or you know 18 to five, I think it was. And uh, before you know it, Golden State had like a seven or eight point lead at the half, and they just took the game and ran and ended up winning the game by 30. So the 10 and a half seems a little high there. You know the Grizzlies have played pretty well without Morant. Again, maybe they try to you know play Brooks more, play to just try to muck it up and and try to win with defense. I don't think they can win the game without Morant. Although like I said, the record without Morant this year has been. You know better than you might think so uh, the Warriors are going to win that series that's the one that I, I don't really think is in too much doubt the other ones uh, are all kind of toss-ups as the one seeds yesterday the Heat and the Mavs uh, both lose it's funny the Warriors won game one on the road and the Bucks won game one on the road that first day of round two last Sunday And the home team has won every other game since it's really been home team dominant here in the second round. Uh is Milwaukee, Boston tonight. That's a great game. That's a possibly a great series. Uh that I mean that really has the potential to be a classic with you know the Celtics, Giannis. You know, all these games are tight with the you know, with defense. Um, although I guess the first two, you know, Milwaukee won pretty handily, Boston won pretty handily, but it just feels like a close series. Uh two evenly matched teams. Milwaukee minus one at Bet Rivers. Total 211.5. Uh the Bucks are minus 175 to win that series. The Celtics are plus 145. Uh total, like I said, 211.5. I like the under in that one. Uh, I just think that like I said, it's both it's so hard for both these teams to score in the half court. You're seeing these teams, they're running every opportunity they get because it's just so hard to get anything going. You know, once the defense gets set, I think Boston has a bunch of bodies to throw at Giannis. Horford's always done a good job guarding him. Grant Williams, Robert Williams, you know, even Tatum. You just you know what you need to guard Giannis. You need length and you need athleticism and you need strength. I mean, you need a guy that's six eight, six nine, who's strong. Because Giannis will just bowl you over. You need the long arms, you need the strength, uh, to be able to, you know, keep Giannis away from the front of the rim and you know, just turn to walking into jump shooter. So Again, same thing with Rangers Penguins, where it's a game four and it's two games to one. I think the winner of this game in Milwaukee Boston probably wins this game tonight, wins the series. I kind of think Milwaukee gets them. I kind of think Milwaukee gets them. I think we're probably, you know, if Milwaukee wins tonight, I would think they close it out in six. I I wouldn't be shocked if this goes to seven. I do think Milwaukee finds a way to win the series because, like I said, it's hard for both teams to score. And when you have a game, when you have a series and games where offense is at such a premium, no, it's not like these games are 80 to 70, but, uh, you know, they're playing up tempo a lot of times, and they're still, you know, the scores are still staying under the total. But when you have a series where it's difficult to score, Milwaukee's just got the best player, not only in the series, but they got the best player on the planet. And uh, I'll take that guy in a game where buckets are hard to come by. So I think Milwaukee probably wins tonight. I would go with the under as well. And I do think Milwaukee probably finds a way to win this series. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if this goes six or seven. I, I mean, obviously. Um, you know, if Boston wins tonight, they get Game Five at home, and they would get a potential Game Seven at home, and that is a great home crowd. But uh, looking forward to this one. This is a 7:30 tip, so big night of the NBA. Warriors and Grizzlies, Bucks and Celtics, uh, the Heat, Sixers play tomorrow night. Heat minus three and a half at Bet Rivers. Suns minus six uh, against Mavericks. Boy, the Mavericks uh, really got off the deck after Phoenix just made them look like the JV team the first two games. It's funny how these series home court can can really flip a series where. You know, team goes up 2-0, like God, oh, that's it. The top seed is just better. You know, they win game one by a lot, they win game two by a lot. No way the other teams winning the series. And next thing you know, you look up and it's 2-2. So Dallas is, is squarely in that series. I do think Phoenix probably finds a way to get home and win that series. And that would set up an epic showdown, showdown between Golden State and Phoenix in the next round. Um you know, when you have Luca, though, you have a shot. And I know he's not great on defense. He's not even good on defense, but uh, give Dallas credit. I, I think, look, they'll probably lose. Will they lose that in seven? They probably will. I think Phoenix, with two out of the three at home, finds a way to win this series. But uh hasn't been easy for Phoenix here, as this thing is all 2-2 now. And Sixers Heat, same thing. I think the, the Heat are in more trouble. You watch Miami, they are a flawed, flawed team. It, I mean, that just, having watched basketball for a while, if you watch the NBA for a long time, you know what a one-seed looks like. You know, it's a LeBron team. It's a Curry team. It's a Shaq-Kobe team. It's a dominant team is usually the one-seed. Uh, With the exception, I think Boston had a team three or four years ago, one of those Brad Stevens teams where they were the one seed, and they looked nothing like a one seed. Uh, This Miami team just doesn't look like a one seed. I mean, Butler's a good player. He's not a great player. And they just – it's a league about – it's a league, you know, revolved around shooting, and they don't have a lot of shooters. You know, Duncan Robinson is a good shooter, but he doesn't play anymore because he's so bad defensively. I wonder if they'll revisit that. But Hero's a good shooter. Other than that, Lowry doesn't look healthy. Butler's more of a mid-range guy. Out of bio, that's obviously not his game. So – I think Philly's very live. You could have gotten Philly 8 1 to win this series Friday night. And again, part of that was being down 2 0, but part of that was the uncertainty around Embiid. And uh, that's another thing I should get to. I mean, the the league is partners with all these betting companies, you know, and betting's legal now. Everything should be on the up and up. I don't know how the, that Philly got away with this. I'm sure they'll get fined. I would, I would think they would get fined. Thursday night, uh, Shams tweets that. Embiid is out for Game 3. This is 24 hours before Game 3. He tweets that Embiid's out. Philly listed him as out. 24 hours later, he's starting and playing. I mean, can you imagine if they did this in football? Can you imagine a Saturday night uh, before an NFL Sunday? You know, If Schefter tweeted out, Brady is out for Sunday or Mahomes is out for Sunday. And then the next afternoon, they're playing. I mean, you can't have this. This is totally misleading. Uh, And look, it's legal. You guys as the nba you're partners with these betting companies like you're supposed to be enforcing this stuff i mean in the nfl they can't pull this i don't know how the sixers got away with this now i'm happy he's played because the games were lousy without Embiid. the series was lousy uh, miami was probably going to sweep him if mb didn't play maybe philly would have gotten a game and i'm rooting for philly i have philly futures tickets I, i'm all about philly so i'm very happy he's playing but I, I don't know how you get away with that if you're uh the sixers and the nba's gotta just you know Lay down the law a little bit. Hey, we can't have this. This is a star player here, and you're basically lying about his status. There's no way you thought on Thursday. He, there's no way that he's out. Hey, he's definitely out. And then he's plays out means out. Look, if you're doubtful, there's some wiggle room. There's some gray area there where you say we're not sure he's questionable, he's doubtful. That you can get away with. That I'll buy. But to list him as out and then to start him to me is just wrong. It's misleading. Uh, I don't know how Philly gets away with it. So. I do think Philly's very alive in that series. Uh, Harden had a nice rejuvenation game Sunday night. Hit a bunch of threes. Uh, actually looked like a decent player for the first time in a while. I mean, he's always a great passer, but finally made some shots. You know, made a nice contribution. Like I said, I don't think Lowry's healthy. I think Philly's got the better team. Philly's got the better talent. You know, Maxi's turned into you know borderline all-star player. Uh, I think. I'll have Ryan. We'll, we'll do a crossover with Ryan Ross team tomorrow. I'm sure he's very excited. I said Friday night. I have the receipts as the kids say. I, I was texting some people Friday night, first half, first quarter, I think Philly's winning the series. And I do. I think Philly's winning the series. Um, I know they'd have they're gonna have to win, you know, one of these games in Miami, whether it's game five or game seven, but I do think Philly's winning this series. So right now, if you ask me, and nobody asked me because I'm in my room doing this podcast by myself, but I'll ask myself who do you think's winning these series? I will say Bucks Sixers and then I'll still say Warrior Suns, And uh that'd be a hell of a final four. That'd be a hell of a final four. I wonder, you know, if the league had their way, what would their ideal final four be? Or, or the ideal final would probably be warrior Celtics, just because you have the history of Boston, you have that fan base, and then the attraction of Steph and, and Golden State. That would be a good one. Um, I don't know if they're gonna get it though. But look, if you get a uh, if you get a rematch, does that is that something the league you know, is really excited about? I'm not sure. That's on the table. Uh, if you get Philly in there, you at least get some new blood. You get Embiid. Um, I think Miami's a disaster. Miami doesn't have any juice. They were in the finals a couple years ago. They don't have you know that star player. I don't think Miami is much of a draw. So uh, you'll probably get a good final here. You're not looking at a great final. I mean, you're not looking at LeBron. You're not looking at, I don't know, it's, you're not going to get a classic matchup here. But look, if you get Suns-Sixers, Suns-Bucks rematch, that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. I guess you could sell the rematch aspect of it. You could sell the Chris Paul aspect of it, although I don't know how many people are, you know, hanging by, uh, hanging off the edge of their seat here to see if Chris Paul gets a ring, but that's not a terrible storyline. So I'm excited for it either way. It's a good second round. Other than Warriors-Grizzlies, which I think is pretty much a formality now, you got three pretty much toss-up series here with Sixers heat. I still favor the Suns over the Mavs. I don't know really you call that a toss-up, but look, you got a bunch of 2-2 series. Milwaukee-Boston could be 2-2 tonight. That's an interesting game tonight, a really interesting game. I'm excited for that one. So uh, good weekend of sports. Like I said, Yankees interaction today to take on Texas. Didn't play a lot this weekend. Mets didn't play a lot this weekend. They played Washington tomorrow. Uh, Rangers, big game against the Penguins. So plenty of sports, plenty to bet on. Go to betrivers.com. Check out the Bet Rivers app. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook.